Oklahoma has its own serial killer, the Butcher of Oklahoma. Today we're going to go over Jeremy Brian Jones. Ladies and gentlemen of all ages, boys and girls, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Angry Meat Production. We appreciate you coming in and letting us be a part of your lives week in and week out. We hope to do our best to present you with something that your eardrums delight in. Whether you're looking at us on YouTube or Rumble, or listening to us on Spotify, Google, or Anchor, or any of the other podcast services that we are currently on or trying to get on, we thank you. And if you don't mind, at the end of every episode, stop by, leave us a comment, leave us a like. If it asks for five stars, we'll take five stars, even if you don't like us. Five stars are what it's all about. With that being said, we hope you enjoy our attempt to make our advocation our vocation. Ladies and gentlemen, let the games begin. Ladies and gentlemen of all ages, boys and girls, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Angry Meat Production. We appreciate you coming in and letting us be a part of your lives week in and week out. We hope to do our best to present you with something that your eardrums delight in. Whether you're looking at us on YouTube or Rumble, or listening to us on Spotify, Google, or Anchor, or any of the other podcast services that we are currently on or trying to get on, we thank you. And if you don't mind, at the end of every episode, stop by. Leave us a comment. Leave us a like. If it asks for five stars, we'll take five stars, even if you don't like us. Five stars are what it's all about. With that being said, we hope you enjoy our attempt to make our advocation our vocation. Ladies and gentlemen, let the games begin. We here at Angry Me Production want to thank our sponsor, Mobile Notary Mindy. She's certified with the National Notary Association. She's also bonded and E&O insured. She offers a wide range of services, including wills, powers of attorney, medical documents, healthcare proxies, living wills, certification of trust, assignment of personal property, HIPAA waivers, advanced healthcare directives, and 99 verification. You can find her on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram at Mobile Notary Mindy. You can also visit her webpage at TexasMobileNotaryMindy.com. That's TXMobileNotaryMindy.com. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. Welcome, Angry Faithful. That's right. We're going to go over Jeremy Brian Jones, the butcher of Oklahoma. Anyways, let's begin. Jeremy Brian Jones was born April 12th, 1937 in Miami, Oklahoma. Yeah, that's right. Oklahoma has a Miami. The elder two boys in the late 19, uh, 1970s. Jones's parents divorced and his mother remarried, but the family was nevertheless concerned, considered st- a stable one. Due to this, uh, the stepfather uh, working as a carpenter, Jones was uh, the Joneses were considered relatively well off. In contrast to this, however, Jeremy himself 
showed signs of antisocial and aggravated uh, behavior from an early age. Due to this, his neighbors avoided interacting with him. He also did not care about academia achievements and he is frequently disciplined for his turrency and low grades turrency is uh he didn't show up for school uh in late 1980s he developed an addiction to alcohol and began using drugs by the end of 1989 he was expelled he was expelled from miami high school he briefly attended uh quadpaw high school in the nearby quadpaw i wonder if that is that quadpaw yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I do this a lot. If you are a regular here, you know. Quapa. Yeah, Quapa. Uh, but as he preferred to spend his times on the street, Jones was eventually expelled in 1991, shortly before the end of his 12th grade. His actions got him into a conflict with his family members. In January uh, 1991, Jones was arrested for assaulting a, bo a boy during this incident. His own mother attempted to uh, protect uh, the victim, but was herself beaten as well. He was then charged with two counts of assault, but they were eventually dropped after the victims recoiled. Utilizing his charisma, Jones was considered popular among the young women in the town with whom he'd often had sex. In the early 1992s, Jones left Miami, Oklahoma, not Florida, just little, bring it back there. Uh, with one of his girlfriends, he moved to uh, Baxter Spring, Kansas, where he lived with his high school friend named Justin Jude. As, as he had no f uh, formal education, he resorted to working in low-skilled laborers' jobs causing him and his girlfriend to experience financial hardship. The pair frequently argued during which Jones physically assaulted his girlfriend. Jude frequently called the police, but in no case was initiated because the girlfriend refused to file charges. On May 9th, Justin Jude married his girlfriend Jennifer, who he had known since high school. Two days after the wedding, an intruder broke into the home while Justin was away, uh, bound Jennifer and proceeded to stab her multiple times. During the investigation, Jones was named as the suspect based on testimony from Justin, who claimed that he had was interested in her. Jones insisted that he was innocent, and since there was no credible evidence to charge him with, he was released. After the murder, Je uh, Jennifer Judd, Jude, Jennifer Jude, uh, Jones broke up with his girlfriend uh, and left Bra uh, Braxter Springs and began to live with a criminal lifestyle. During this period, he changed several pl uh, he changed several places as a reverend, reverend, uh, residence, earning a liver, uh, living as a day laborer and occasionally committing petty thefts. On November 5th, 1995, Jones was arrested for rape, but also was released after posting bail and fled between November 1995 and January 1996. He had uh, committed two additional crimes. On January 10th, 1996, he was arrested in Oklahoma on the charges of rape and unlawful possession of methamphetamine. The Nazi drug. We'll just call it that. During... <laughs> During the investigation, police uh, were contacted by a woman who claimed that Jones had assaulted her at gunpoint. He was so sexually 
convicted of drug possession charges and sentenced two years in prison, which she served in Dick Connor Correctional Center in Harmony. He was granted parole and released in early 1997, but was soon taken into custody over the rapes. During this, his trial, Jones uh, had the advance of his, uh, ad, on the av- advice of his attorney, agreed to plead guilty on three counts of assault and sexual harassment, but his victims refused to uh, appear in court, due to which their testimony was considered questionable. On March 3rd, 1997, Jones was placed on probation for five years and released from the courthouse. However, he was diagnosed with mental uh, impairment and he was placed in psychological uh, registration, ordered to see a psychiatrist, psychologist regularly and give DNA samples. Jones refused to comply with court orders and continued his to commit crimes in 2000. He became suspect in two additional rapes due to which he, due to which his probation was revoked and a warrant was issued for his arrest. Upon learning of this, Jones left Oklahoma and uh, moved to Joplin, uh, Missouri, where he met a woman at a bar whose son, John Paul Chaplin, was serving a sentence at a state prison. With his charisma, Jones won the, her affection and sympathy and moved in with her. Sometimes after, sometime afterwards, he persuaded the woman to sell her son's papers and social security card for $50. Jeez, that's how much? $50 for a social security card? And I'm guessing the son's papers were birth certificates and which stuff like that. After which he stole the man's identity and left the state. Oh, he, he bought it for $50. Okay. Which he stole the man's identity and left, uh, left the state in December 2000. Why would you steal a prisoner's information? Because as soon as they figure it out, you would be you would be considered an escapee. That's that's really weird. Anyways, under the name of Chapman, Jones moves to uh, Tuscaloosa, uh, Alabama, where he lived for two years before financial difficulties caused him to move to Georgia. On May 1st, 2003, he was at a Raspin restaurant and lounge bar in Douglasville where he met Vicki Freeman, who was 13 years old older than him, and the two soon became roommates, frequently char- uh, changing places of residence and jobs over the next few years. On October 20, uh, 2003, Jones was arrested for disorderly conduct and then took into the police station where his famous tips were run through IS, uh, no, sorry, IAFIS, Integrated Automation Fingerprint Identification System, which is a computerized system maintained by the FBI since 1999, is a national automated fingerprint identification system uh, and criminal history system. However, due to a glitch in the system, his identity was not revealed, and when his fingerprints were entered in the second time, he was falsely identified as John Paul Chapman. After paying the administrative fines, Jones was released and left Georgia to seek works, spending several weeks in New Orleans, Louisiana. In late January 2004, he returned to Georgia, where he soon was arrested in Atlanta for trespassing. He pleaded guilty, and his sentence was three months imprisonment 
in the county jail and released March 2004. Sue Asker is released. Jones reunited with Freeman and found work as a day laborer, but was rearrested for drug possession in June of that year. Uh, again, pleaded guilty and due to the court's leniency, he was given another three months in the county jail. Upon release in early September, he left Georgia and headed for Alabama, where he was a desperate need for to repair a building. He was there as a desperate need to repel building in uh, cities across the state, which was recently hit by Hurricane Ivan. Now, on the murder of Lisa Nicole. On September 15, 2004, Jones arrived in uh, Turnerville, a small community uh, community near uh, Santa Suma, where he'd uh, been hired to do some construction and renovation work for Mark and Kim uh, Bentley. Still impersonating Chapman, he informed Mark that he was looking for work and housing. Upon Bentley's offer that he could stay in the uh, their trailer, with his cousin Scooter Coleman. Uh, shortly afterwards, the Bentleys and their child left to visit some friends in Crenshaw, Chickasaw. Sorry. Uh, early the next day, Jones phoned Ken, uh, Ken Bentley and said that he needed some batteries and a radio. And Bentley informed him that he could find them in a bedroom closet. However, she uh, demanded that he work with Coleman to find such items. As she did not trust him. Good on you for not trusting him. According to Coleman's later testimony, Jones found a 25 caliber handgun while searching the college shells, which he uh, apprehended for himself, the guys to protect himself from looters who were stealing from banquet housings during the hurricane. Later that evening, the Bentleys uh, returned home on the day afterwards. Everyone Everyone started doing repairs in the backyard. Then they suddenly visited by a 43-year-old Lisa Marie Nichols, neighbor who had recently returned to Turnerville after waiting out for the hurricane Ivan to pass. Jones overheard from a conversation she had with one of the Bentleys that she was single and living alone. That same evening, he went over to the home of another neighbor, Chris Hill, Upon the two men uh, drinking alcohol and consuming drugs for several hours on September 17th, everyone was doing repairs in the backyard again. But by the evening, Kim Bentley left her husband and Jones a package containing several cans of Bud Light beer and left the home uh, with her children. At the same time, Coleman also left uh, to visit a friend named uh, Joel Tough Edge. A couple of hours later, Mark Bentley uh, finished the repairs, after which the former left to go uh, to a fast food restaurant. Nearing open, uh, the nearest open restaurant at the time was Hardy's in Clarity, about 30 minutes' drive uh, from Bentley's home, according for uh, the queue. It took Bentley two hours to get there. After the other occupants had left. Jones took the handgun and a package of Bud Light beers and went to Nicole's house. He broke in, raped her uh, at gunpoint, and not only shot her three times with the handgun. In the attempt to destroy the evidence, he returned to uh, Bentley's house and took a gas canister in which he bought back, brought back with him. 
Jones then placed her corpse into the bathroom tub, doused her with uh, the gasoline, and set it on fire. He returned to the Bentley house and changed his clothes, took his shower, and waited for the others to return. Later that evening, Mark uh, Bentley uh, heard noises through the open window and smelled gasoline. While looking uh, out in the yard, he found Jones with four cans of gasoline. Upon noticing that, Jones asked if he could use them uh, to fuel up his car for the overnight drive around town. Bentley refused as he was growing suspicious of him, after which both men went to bed. On the following day, Nicole's neighbors, Jennifer Murphy and Amber Nichols, as uh, well as her son-in-law, Thomas McCreech, McCurkey. McCurkey. Arrived in Turner found informing Kim that Lisa had failed to show up for work and is not answering her phone calls. As there was still no in the electricity in the house, Murkashi uh, started searching around with a flashlight and discovered Nicole's uh, charred remains. Krejci and Nicole's daughter went uh, to the Bentleys and told them to call the police while uh, Murkashi... Sorry, folks. It's one of those days. Mickerkey. Mickerkey. Uh, Mark Bentley and neighbor Scott Colmenaro. Common. Colmeno. Is it Colmeno? Colomino. Colomino. Continued to inspect the house to understand what had happened during this time. They answered that Jones was acting weirdly, expressing no emotion upon hearing the body had been discovered and refusing to cooperate with the Mobile County Sheriff's Department uh, during the interview. Uh, on the morning of no, uh, September 19th, Jones fled Turnerville while officers were investigating the house. They found that the 22, uh, 25 caliber bullets lodged in the wall when questioned. Uh, Bentley admitted that he had a gun and gave it to a, uh, gave it to the police. Investigators determined that the smell of gun tire, uh, soot residue, and bullet casings uh, that the gun had been fired recently, and was sent for an examination. It was revealed that it had been the murder weapon. The Bentley and Coleman were brought in for questioning, with Coleman. Uh, claiming that the gun had been stolen from the ma uh, the man he knew as Chapman. The searching of the rooms led to the discovery of an uh, empty Bud Light beer uh, can with the finger uh, fingerprints on it that the investigators believed to be used as uh, for the killer. After uh, Kim Bentley told police that Chapman and her husband had been drinking Bud Light on the day of the murder, Chapman was introduced as the suspect and sought for questioning. He was arrested in the uh, early morning hours of September 21st, 2004 in Mobile. While searching for him, the uh, Mobile County Sheriff's Department relayed that their no known infor information to the neighborhood states, after which the Missouri Attorney General uh, Office notified them that their suspect had been the same birth date and security number as someone serving time at a prison in their jurisdiction. Sheriffs went on to interview the real John, uh, John Paul Chapman, and afterwards his mother revealed that she had sold her son's identity to a man named Jeremy Brian Johns, uh, Jones. After learning this, they obtained the fingerprint samples uh, from Miami Police Department, Oklahoma, Miami. Dating from Jones's 1990 arrest and conclusively established that they were his true identity. Jones initially insisted that he was innocent, but after 
forensics tests confirmed that Lisa Cole was killed with Bentley's handgun and his fingerprints were on the beer can. He admitted his claims and admitted responsibility. He then claimed that he did uh, did this while honoring the influence of methamphetamines or Nazi drugs, but went on to charge the testimony several more times. In his initial statements, Jones claims that on the day of the murder, he and Nicole's home, uh, that he had uh, shared uh, meth uh, before having sex, according to him, at some point. Uh, Nicole's complaining of chest pains began uh, suffering from cramps and died in the bedroom shortly after. Jones assessed that he was stressed out uh, from the death and uh, caused him to shoot her three times in the head and set her body on fire. That was his excuse? Wow. Meth had come up with, like, really weird stories. That's all I got to say. Anyways, on November 4th, Jones uh, charges his story, uh, changed his story again, this time claiming that he had broken into the house and attempted sexual assault her at gunpoint, but was unable to sustain an erection. Because of this, he instead threw a towel over Nicole's head and shot her in early January 2005. He changed his story yet again, this time claiming that he killed her accidentally. In this version, he claims that Nichols had tried to flee and fought him, causing him to threaten to shoot her in an attempt to calm her down. However, he accidentally discharged the gun and uh, killed her, causing him to panic and set her on fire. You know, honestly, I don't think he knew what, what happened on that day because he was all uh, uh, messed up. But anyways, I digress. At around this time... Jones made, uh, made several phone calls while in the county jail, calling his mother, his friends, acquaintances, and his roommate, Vicki Friedman. After locating all these uh, individuals, investigators questioned them all in order to obtain information about Jones. In the interview with police, Friedman ex uh, unexpectedly stated her belief that Jones was responsible for the murder of a 16-year-old uh, Amanda Greenwell, a next-door neighbor of theirs while they were living together in Douglasville, Georgia. Uh, Amanda Ann Greenwell at that time was missing since 2000, uh, went missing on March 12, 2004, and her body was found on March 21st, and she had been strangled and stabbed several times with a knife. Her father, Rick, could not recall Jones, but did recall Freeman, stating that he had uh, talked with her on several occasions. Jones did not admit his involvement in Greenwell's murder, but unexpectedly confessed to committing 20 additional murders across five states over a 12-year period. In eight, case, uh, eight of these cases, he was unable to recall the names of his victims or exactly where he dumped their bodies, claiming that five of them were prostitutes from Atlanta and the remaining were also prostitutes from uh, Mobile, Alabama whose bodies had been dumped in the swamps, and regardless to the remains of the murders, he recounted detailing knowing only to uh, he recounted details only known to uh, investigators. Once these conf uh, confessed murders had been uh, uh, one of these confessed murders was that of Jennifer Judd, uh, his high school girlfriend's friend's wife, whose murder had been suspect who had he nah. 
who he had been suspected of committing back in early 1992. According to Jones' testimony on February 21st, 1996, Delaware County, Oklahoma. Man, they're in different states to have same names of same places. Sorry. Bring glitch. He broke into the trailer of a 38-year-old uh, Daniel Danny Oakley where he assaulted him and his roommate, 41-year-old Doris Harrison. In the attack, Jones robbed and... <coughs> Sorry. During the attack, uh, Jones robbed and shot them to death, then set uh, their trailer on fire. In a follow-up follow investigation, local residents Danny uh, Ray... Hanukkah was arrested in Miami, Oklahoma, as he was found to be driving Oakley's vehicle. When examining the car, investigators uh, found fingerprints that belonged uh, to the murdered couple, Hutchkent, and some of the under, unknown individual. Hutchkent insisted that he was innocent and provided an alibi. <coughs> it was a Eventually, it confirmed that he uh, he was ruled out as a suspect, but he was imprisoned on judge charges nonetheless. After Jones's confession, the Miami, uh, Miami Police Department, Oklahoma Miami Police Department, uh, reopened the investigation in an effort to prove his culpability. He was a culprit, and the murders, a culprit in the murders, examined the the fingerprints found in. Oakley's car. However, they were not. I'm sorry. I as soon as I start talking and doing these podcasts and everything, most of the time I get gassy, and I'm. I even take gas medicine, so I'm sorry if you keep on hearing burps and whatnot. However, they were not a match to Jones. Uh, Honeycut was interviewed again, but refused to cooperate uh, with authorities and died in 2006. In the early September 1999, uh, according to Jones's claims, he met 19-year-old uh, 19 Justin D. Hutchclip in pictures, uh, supposedly to buy drugs from him. On September 11th, after the uh, pair drank a huge quantity of alcohol at a local bar, he claimed that it initially injected Hutchins with excessive amounts of methamphetamine mixed with un an unspecified chemical. Hutchinson's died shortly after from an overdose. Uh, the Freeman murders on December uh, uh, December 29, 1999, Jones, uh, according to investigators, committed a quadruple murder in Welch. Which Welch is this? It's still in Oklahoma. Welch, Oklahoma. They just took all the names from everywhere else just to have names from everywhere else, I guess. Of course, Texas does it too. We have a London. We have a Paris. We have, I think we have a Miami too. Anyways, he admitted uh, to entering the home of 40-year-old Danny Freeman, who he lived with his wife Katie and their daughters, 16-year-old Ashley Freeman, and were cur uh, currently being visited by her friend, 16-year-old Laura Bible, to celebrate Ashley's birthday party. Jones claimed that after he entered the house, he shot the spouses uh, 
in the head at the, at close range, set fire to the house, and then forced the teenager sorry, into his car at gunpoint. He then supposedly drove them into a forested area near the border of, of Kansas, where he ended up raping and shooting them, then dumping their bodies in an abandoned mine. When asked for the motive, he claimed that he was uh, was acquaintances with Danny Freeman and wanted to kill him because the uh, former had not paid him for the time for a meth deal. Jones described in detail the layup of Freeman's house, including the exact locations of the mailbox. During his uh, interrogation, he had indicated on a map the location of the mine where he dumped Ashley Freeman and Bible's remains, but their bodies were never found, and the, and the, cast, the, the case was in doubt. Uh, this case doubt on his testimony. Investigators did not rule out the possibility that he may have learned details of this case by watching television, as the story of these two missing girls was on an episode of America's Most Wanted. A number of relatives... Uh, of the victims also questioned the vicinity of his uh, administration. Jones also uh, confessed in the murders of Tina Mayberry, uh, a 38-year-old who was attacked after leaving a Halloween party on October 31st, 2002. Uh, at the bar in Douglasville, Georgia, he claimed that he met the woman in the bar and she was dressed as Betty Boop. After he managed to convince her to leaving uh, leaving the bar, he then assaulted her, then stabbed her several times in the chest and stomach, leaving, uh, leaving her bleeding from her wounds. Mayberry went back to the bar where customers called the police. <clears throat> she was taken to the hospital and she died from blood loss at the hospital. Police were unable to locate any witnesses and identify the killer as Mayberry was unable to provide a description of her assailant before scrambling from her uh, succumbing to her injuries. After Jones's arrest, the bar owner and staff identified him as a regular customer and established that at the time of Mayberry's murder. Jones also claimed that in the early Jan- uh, January 2004, he met 46-year-old prostitute Catherine Collins in New Orleans, Louisiana, after which he raped her, stabbed, and bludgeoned her to death with a tire iron. Collins was reported missing on January 10th, but her body was found on February 14th on, on a lawn about a block away from Port of New Orleans. She had remained unidentified until after George's arrest. Bio, uh, biological traits belonging to the suspect uh, perpetrator were found on her body, and the DNA uh, samples from Jones had been taken in ch- uh, to check the involvement in the crime. Uh, Jones' pre-ultima? Vic- uh. Penultimate. Penultimate. Oh, ultimate. A victim occurred to him was, uh, according to him, Pen ultimate victim, according to him, was 38-year-old uh, Practice Enduras, who was murdered on April 15, 2004, in Cummings, Georgia. The woman of the owner of a small beauty salon called Timber Trim in, uh, in Tran and disappeared in the morning of April 15th. One of her clients showed up at the salon at 12 p.m. and found the saloon, uh, salon empty. 
After Andorra's uh, failed to show up and did not return her phone calls, the customer called the police. In a subsequent search, police uh, officers found her purse, personal items, and food in the microwave and her car, in which the parking lot next to the salon, without any signs of forced entry. When questioned, Jones st uh, stated that he entered Andrea's uh, salon to ask directions. While talking to her, he learned that she was all alone, after which he threatened her with a knife and forced her to give uh, him money from the cash register, leaving the building and uh, to get into the car. In support of uh, his words, Jern, uh, drew a uh, paper eight. Jones drew on paper a plan, uh, plan of the location of the door, windows, and salon building, as well as the location of the street where the parking lot and car were located. Jones uh, claimed that he drove the Roman into the woods about 65 miles from the abducted site where he uh, raped her and stabbed her to death. He insisted that he had dumped uh, Andres's body into a creek and drew a map for investigators, but the body was never found. And then his confession, uh, credibly, his confession was uh, credibly was questioned. In the end, despite many confessions, Jones was charged with only three murders. In late 2004, he was charged with the murders of Nichols and Greenwell, and in late January 2005, with the murder of the Collins. High-ranking police officers from uh, three states organized a meeting and uh, formed a plan to prosecute Jones, where it was decided that he would be extradited to uh, Alabama first, then to Louisiana, then to Georgia for the respective cases. Now, for the trial, Jones's trial was scheduled to begin on Janu uh, August 15, 2005, but it was postponed due to motion by his attorney that requested an undergo mental evaluations first. The examination concluded that although he had mental impairments, he was nonetheless sane and able to stand trial. Shortly before the trial began, representatives of the FBI issued a formal apology to relate of, uh, to the re relatives of Nichols and other former uh, potential victims for the glitch that allowed for his release. That, okay. Side note on this. I'm actually glad that they did this because it was a glitch and he would have been stopped in in 1999. That it sucks, but I'm glad they apologized for it uh, and to the family members. That given their track record here lately, I'm I'm actually glad for that. The trial officially begun in uh, October 19th and lasted one week. The main evidence for the prosecution was Jones's confession, the fingerprints found on the beer can, and testimony that shoot, uh, Shooter Coleman, the uh, handgun, and the DNA results is determining the bloodstains found in Jones's cloth belonged to Lisa Nicole. At, uh, at said trial, Jones recounted uh, all his confessions was nonetheless found guilty by the jury verdict for the uh, murdering Nicole's. Mobile County prosecutors also sought the death penalty while the attorney sought life without parole because he was intoxicated and mentally impaired at the time of the murder. Counts found, uh, courts found that the mitigating factors was insignificant. And on December uh, 1st, 2005, Jones was sentenced to death. After the conviction, charges were dropped in Greenwell and Collins 
case due to the lack of evidence to secure a conviction. Uh, during his imprisonment, credibility of his confessions after his confessions, Jones transferred to Holman County's facility in Audmore, Oklahoma, where he uh, where he remains on the state uh, state's death row. In late 2000, his attorney filed uh, an appeal to overturn his death sentence, with the motion succeeding in doing so in 2010. He was later resentenced to death, and as of May 2023, he remains incarcerated on death row. Jones's cul uh, culpability in the other murders since his conviction has been questionable and changed by many, challenged by many. Jones himself has insisted that he is solely responsible for Nicole's murder, and he had made false confessions so that he would uh, be provided with better conditions at a county jail. His attorney, uh, Habit Yansendi, I can't believe I said that name more, uh, supported these claims, arguing that his clients had taken advantage of the media attention and prejudiced uh, himself in order to obtain privileges such as more or longer phone calls as well as better food. There's another guy, and I'll get to who did the same thing. He was described as a skillful manipulator with a high enough IQ that under different circumstances, he would uh, benefit him greatly in various walks of life. Vicki Friedman gave, uh, gave Jones an alibi for at least two of the murders. She claims that he was with her in Douglasville, the night that Catherine Collins was murdered in New Orleans, and that he was working near Douglasville when uh, Patrice and Duras vanished. The latter bar, uh, bodies were found in December 2005 behind a Baptist church tw uh, 10 miles from uh, where she was abducted, casting further doubt that on uh, Jones's confession. His guilt in the Collins case was considered questionable as he un unable to provide any specific details and the graphic de uh, data did not concorrelate. Sorry. As a result of the DNA testing, it showed, uh, discre uh, discredibilizes between Jones's and the uh, genotype of that of the killer. Jones also uh, completed uh, recounts his statements in regards to the Freeman murders with doubts remaining about his involvement for over 15 years. As for exaboration, when Tommy Lee Sells, another murderer who claims to be a serial killer, also confessed to the same crimes that Jones supposedly committed, Jones was officially ruled out as a suspect in 2018. When six-year-old Ronnie D. Bolswick was arrested, he, along with Warren Welch and David Pennington, were, who were deceased, were determined to be the uh, true perpetrators. Now, uh, in, in media, he was also a subject on episodes of Unsolved Myster uh, Mysteries that was produced on Netflix in 2020. And the, the, these series discussed the questions of Joe's guilt and most of the murders he confessed to. Now, I've already gone over one person that actually did uh, stuff like this to get better accommodations and everything. Uh, let me... Make sure this is the guy. Yeah, uh, it was Henry Lee Lucas, who was uh, confessed to approximately 600 other murders uh, to the Texas Rangers, who eventually died 
in 2001. But uh, yeah, he did the same thing. And I, I went over a lot of the times with uh, other podcast people of what, what he did. I mean, he, Henry Lee Lucas, and I did this on our podcast too. He literally just wanted to do it for the free burgers and milkshakes or the burgers and milkshakes, what they gave him to confess. And they were just using him and he would, he would confess to all of all the crimes. And then it was, that was also uh, why I wanted to talk to like people like, uh, uh, Eric Tanzi and, uh, BC Sanders, uh, failure stop podcast and BC and, uh, disruptor podcast. And I wanted to talk to them cause they're actually part of the police department. One was a detective. BC Sanders was a lieutenant in, in uh, uh, in, in the police force. And, uh, Eric Tanzi was a, a patrolman in the police force in North Carolina. But yeah, that I went over how the, how they go over the cases and everything and what what's basically done with the cases. And they, they're surprised that the Rangers did that. And a lot of other law enforcement try not to do that. But sometimes you just, you want to have, I, I guess the whole reason why you would do something like that. And it is, it is unethical to do that. Uh, it, but it's to give relief to the family members, more or less. That That's the only reason why to do that, because that's all you're doing. You're giving relief that they found somebody that killed their family members. But I digress, and thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. Uh, check us out on all platforms. Uh, like us, comment. Please just comment. Uh, and like our videos. And the reason why I say that, and I'm, I, I want this to become a little bit bigger and get a get a bigger audience and whatnot. Uh, do I want this to succeed? Yes. Am I going to stop doing it if I don't? No. I'm going to keep on doing this until I'm going to be willing myself to this uh, mic and half drooling when I'm actually doing this podcast. I don't care. I love doing this, and I love uh, the reactions I get. And hopefully the person actually uh, listens to one of the podcasts, he, was, he gave us a lot of comments, and they were not flattering for the case that I was uh, looking into. And I was just looking at the news articles uh, of the case because he hadn't been convicted. That's the reason why I like to do uh, fully convicted criminals because you get more information on that person. Uh, I want to do the one that it's uh, – who is this guy? The uh, uh, rule uh, Mendez Jr. I want to do him sometime soon, but all, his case isn't done. He's a serial killer in Austin. Uh, a person from the sheriff's department here in town. That's uh, a friend of mine. Uh, we were talking about it while I was going to the movies because he does security work uh, for the theater. And, uh, <clears throat> He told me about the serial killer, and I looked at the evidence uh, at that time through the newspapers, and everybody was saying at that area that there wasn't a serial killer. And it was obvious that they had a serial killer, but they didn't they – w- 
times like that when you actually don't want the uh, media and everything, you want to gather evidence because they didn't have the perpetrator at the time. But they do now, and it's going through the process, and hopefully he gets convicted. Last time I saw that, he might actually be let go. But anyways, everybody, love you. Thank you all for listening. I mean, anybody that comments and everything listens to the full extent of those, uh, these videos or uh, on Spotify, thank you for doing that. It, it, it does mean a lot. Now, goodbye.